0: everybody to another episode of Fireside Leadership. I'm your co-host Lisa McHale from Toronto, Canada. My gorgeous co-host over here, Janice Lee, also from Toronto, Canada, and she's going to introduce to you our special guest for today.
1: I am delighted to introduce our guest for today, Darlene Lee, no relation, um, but we have actually known each other for a while now and I'm really happy to have her on the show because. I think Darlene was probably one of my first managers and uh, a, f- a female to be that, and while I was working in Hong Kong. So I'm really proud and excited to have her speak with us. So, Darlene has spent a lot of her career internationally. She's lived everywhere from Western Europe to the Asia Pacific, Taiwan, and Greater China and, Taiwan, um, and Hong Kong, um, with over 20 years in the research industry. Now, she's managed 200 plus full time people with 50 50 part-time people across multiple offices to triple-team retention and engagement to achieve profit and revenue targets. Uh, Before joining Comscore, so right now she's the Chief of Staff of Comscore, Um, she served as the Executive Director for Earth Law Center, which is an environmental nonprofit, and she continues to serve on the board today. So Darlene has had a long-standing commitment to helping people catalyze their growth, really uh, about full self-expression and helping them achieve their dreams. Probably why we connect so well. Um, From full-time breakthrough consulting to lifelong learning about leadership, that has taken on many forms, including full-time breakthrough consultant, managing large teams, startups, and generating learning and coaching opportunities. So when she's not training her cat, the dark knight, to be a lap cap, Lat, lap cat. So far, unsuccessfully, uh, she volunteers um, at the New York Common Pantry Food Pantry and walks a lot. So she doesn't go down to. So she doesn't let down her go Gotham walking team <laughs> in the latest step challenge. So that's amazing. Welcome, Darlene. Really excited to have you here. Um, I'm gonna let Lisa kick it off with uh, our first kind of question and opening up around, you know, what leadership is.
2: Great. Oh, you're
0: on mute, Lisa. Sorry, I do that all the time just to avoid any kind of accidental noise. So, Darlene, thank you so much for joining us today. Really honored to meet to meet you. And thank you, um, you. yeah, we're, I'm excited. So before we even get started, today is the day yes. that we have our first female Hi, vice president, you. and I'm not even in the US. But tell me how you're feeling about that. Yeah. Yay. Yay! Yay! Hands up in the air, everyone's all excited. Finally.
1: Finally.
0: Finally. So you know this is a fireside leadership chat and i think we would be remiss if we didn't actually acknowledge that and you know ask you as a leader you know where do you how do you feel about today being the day where we finally have a woman in the number one and two spots in the white house in um, the direction of leadership as you see it today
2: well i think that kamala being vice president is actually the result of a lot of people having conversations for possibility, right? So she's not the first person who had this idea, (laughs) nor will she be the last. But I think, you know, leadership to me is really a couple of things. When you see that words come out of your mouth and then actions happen, that's a sign of leadership. When you see people surrounded by people who are being kind of like almost newly minted leaders, that's another sign of leadership, right? When you see people creating possibility, generating possibility, where, you know, the default is always survival, right? So I think having this particular inauguration after almost, what, a year in lockdown for most of the world is really an example of what having possibility can do versus being in survival, right? Because you know, I've been on conversations where people are almost in tears because, you know, of the violence in the Capitol or because, you know, they're just really sick and tired of who they're living with or, you know, their their five-year-old doesn't like really Zoom classes very much, which I totally feel for them, right? I It breaks my heart that these kids, even my nephews, they can't go to school because it's all online. Right. But that's just what is, right? Really what language is for is to generate possibility and to actually create what's important to us, right? So if learning is important to us, learning doesn't have any physicality, it's not a certain color, it doesn't have a certain weight doesn't have any dimension. But if I say I learned something then I learned it. Right? So it's, it's, it exists, because I say it exists, it is so because I say it is so. And I think that as we start training ourselves, to speak in a way that actually generates actions, generates possibility, creates reality for both ourselves. And if it's sufficiently inspirational for other people, we actually start to tap into what we already know, which is we already know how to lead. Like we know when people are leaders and when they're not, you know, you don't need to read a book and go, oh, she's a leader. No, you can kind of tell because (laughs) is she somebody you follow or not? If the answer is no, then she's not leading. If the answer is yes, then she's leading, right? So I think it's like a, I think there are so many unproductive um, models that we have about leadership that it's fixed. You have to be this, you can't be that. You have to have these degrees, you have to have this experience, you have to be this tall. And really, it's really a, a moment by moment choice, right? At any moment I walk into, I can choose to lead and I can choose to not lead so consistent choice over time results in some kind of track record of leadership
0: but it's love not it. automatic
2: right love And I think in all the times when we think back to anything that we accomplished that was a little bit sort of you know beyond what was predictable it always required your leadership and that's how it started to get done
0: thank you i love it i love possibility right because it's very expansive and like what you said today, this did not start from today. There was a seed that was planted a very long time ago. And from that goal, I think the plan shaped the action. Like these are the things that we're talking about. And then the action achieves the results. And then today we have success, right? And even the journey from the result to the success, you know, election day to inauguration day, <laughs> I mean, moment to moment, right? We're constantly surrendering to what is. Yeah. Um, I, I do recognize a lot of the language as being very expansive from, what our journeys have been in personal development. So I I definitely want to tap into that, Janice. So I know you're also in coaching. So what kind of questions do you have about that?
1: I guess I want to hear more about like, you know, there are a lot of, like you said, you talked to Darlene a little bit about models and there are a lot of, I think, corporate or business models out there. What are some models that you've incorporated into like your leadership, um, taking away from maybe not traditional business corporate per se that you found that have been really helpful in in your own journey and helping up mold the leadership for other people um hmm.
2: so i guess i would say that there is no specific model of leadership in the sense that it really it's almost like leadership only exists in a conversation Right. So it exists in this conversation we're having right now because we say it does, and because that's what we have committed to talking about, and that's what we're committed to making happen, right? Both for ourselves to be leaders, but also for the people around us to be leaders. So I think the tenor of the conversation changes with every person that you're having that with, right? So if I have a big team, not everybody on that team is A, interested in being a leader, B, not everybody is interested in letting go of something that used to work in order to have a breakthrough in their leadership, right? Not everybody, every, some people think that leadership sounds like a lot of work. You know, um, I remember one of the coaches I used to have quite young and uh, something happened and he was like, you understand that leaders is not about popularity, right? Nobody's going to like you because you're a leader. And I was like, oh my God, I hadn't thought of that. I thought they would like me and he's like, yeah, no, that's called the most popular. (laughs) vote <laughs> actually leadership and I, and I remember having this huge like oh, i'm gonna have to give up being liked <laughs> and it was like oh well, no you don't have to give up being liked but then you're not going to lead because sometimes they're mutually exclusive choices correct right so correct. i think that um so for me i guess it's always it's been interesting that the, i guess when i look back at the path that i'm i've been on is it has always been driven by learning and a desire to be more effective, right? To be more mm-hmm. useful service, to get something done, to realize a vision and the amount of time that I'm spending on making sure I get credit or making sure I get the promotion or the bigger office or the title or the whatever, that's kind of gone away. Like I, I actually put in my review to, um, to propose to my boss, is like, you know, I am one of like the most frictionless people you can work with because I don't have that much that I'm competing with anybody on. So if you want to go for that promotion, I will help you because I don't care about that promotion. I am not interested in it at all. So it kind of makes it easier for me. You know, when I was younger, I had to think about so many things. Because I had ambition, and I wanted to do this. So it's like, okay, great, then you can help me with this. So why don't you come along? Whereas now it's really like, you know, you be you. And if you're going to if you're smart enough to ask for coaching great and if you don't want it also no problem i have no attachment to what people do because i understand that it really doesn't have anything to do with me
0: i'm gonna jump in here so as a leader that is results oriented because i i can't imagine that you could be a chief of staff and not have some kpis or like some targets to hit right so um when you're leading, I love how you said, well, if you're smart enough to ask for coaching, because I think a lot of people just assume that they're gonna get it because they have a job that they're gonna be offered coaching. But the truth is, it's like, if you don't raise your hand, and if you don't ask, you're not going to get that. So from a leadership perspective, when you see somebody coming in that might have the potential to be a great leader, because I also love that you said leadership is leading yourself, but also raising other people up to be leaders. If you see somebody that is potentially going to be a great leader that doesn't raise their hand, how do you encourage them or guide them to asking? Or do you like, what is the, what is your thing to, to, to move them forward? Or do you just...
2: Yeah, I I got training a long time ago being a coach, and I couldn't get past the idea that unless there is a request, there is no coaching, right? All coaching begins with a request, and I was like, can't I offer an unsolicited observation? And the person who was training me was like, no. <laughs> I was like, how about you know sharing something that's like a tip? And I mean, I literally tried like a thousand things, and they were like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. So so I've come to the realization that everybody is on their path and you can't, just like we can't be off our paths, they can't either. Yeah. So I put it out there and then they'll get to it when they get to it. And it might be never, and it might be tomorrow, but there is not really, it's not super productive for me to actually try to alter that because yeah. I don't know if that's ultimately going to be good for them right there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. about them that I not only don't know but I don't have permission to know right there's a lot of stuff which is personal so I'm not going to impose what I arbitrarily see as this is what you need and this is what we're going to be doing it's like hey Mm -hmm. here's some things that I am offering and here's some suggestions and some ideas and you know take it or leave it I mean I spent a lot of time with my nephew who's 20 um since moving to Seattle, which has been really great. I love him. He's great. Um, but there's a lot of things where I can see that really what I want to tell him is like a piece of coaching. And at the same time, I understand that a lot of people probably tried to do that when I was 20 and it didn't work because I wasn't asking for (laughs) it. So I wasn't listening for it and I wasn't prepared to take it on. So it's just sort of like, okay, you know what? I am going to have to let that go because that is not going to be productive.
0: Thank you. I really, really, really love that because I think um, there are a lot of people that are well-intentioned, inexperienced, mm-hmm. and don't understand that they don't have the awareness of the ask is the first step. Yeah. And we we end up becoming advice monsters <laughs> as opposed to coaches that's, or people of <laughs> 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 totally dating ourselves because that's <laughs> I from the 80s i, totally I think right totally from the 80s but that's okay exactly. <laughs> um but i love it because it's the awareness of are am i am i leading or, or are they asking and then the label the labeling of like that's not my job and then the experience, like you said, like when you were younger, you might have done it. And then when you're aware now, they're like, you, you really can't. And then you just let it go. And you know what? We're so much lighter as yes. a leader because it's not our responsibility to do that. This is our responsibility. That is not. Um, and it just creates space for more possibility.
2: Yes. Yep. And people do come around, right? Somebody that I sort of mentally go, yeah, I guess she's not going to, you know, take up the offer will like in my world, much later, um, <laughs> kind of, maybe you could help me with this. And I'm like, oh, so you were listening. It did somehow, that seed somehow did get in. Yeah. yeah, And I really don't know, right? I mean, yeah. I, I can see in myself where things happen. And I'm like, oh, I am sure I heard about this before right now. And I can't remember from who now. But that seed was planted by somebody.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Um, it reminds me of that phrase, you know, uh, when the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. It's kind of a, it's exactly that, um, but you guys, um, you were guys, you were talking about, you know, just you, we can't impose, you know, our advice on people because then they're not voluntarily stepping into it. So, how do we help those people? And like, to, let's be honest, it's gonna be all of us for some area of our life where we we just don't have that awareness. Like, what yeah. can we do, or what do you think works for helping people start that at least self reflection and that awareness journey so that they can actually even know to ask for support or you know how can I get better like these are kind of the thoughts in my head like what have you what have you felt even in your when you were starting to think about getting support or leadership or coaching like what are the things that you asked for you asked yourself or explored. Um, I think
2: that I always have a general sort of In the future, I have some commitment, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of do like the reverse thing where I put myself three years ahead, describe where I am, put it in past tense, and then look back like, okay, so what did I accomplish last year such that I was able to do it this year? And then I work backwards until I get to, so let's say we pretend it's December 31st, 2023, you go back to 2022, you go back to 2021. At that point, when you finish the list, you jump back to the present moment. And then you basically have your to-do list, right? Every time I do that, I look at that list and I go, oh boy, I have a lot to work on because I'm not working on half of those things. I better get moving. So I think that's one, right? I need to know where I'm going to know whether something's on or off strategy. Um, I think the second thing is being really clear on what my commitments are and being explicit about those to other people. Because, you know, we make up stuff about everything all the time, right? Somebody does stuff and then, Three people, the three of us could be looking at it and we could all, all come up with completely different meanings that we not only make up, but we treat as true immediately after we've made it up. Right. right. So then, <laughs> if my explanation doesn't agree with your explanation, I think, hmm, you know, I don't know about Janice. I think she might <laughs> be wrong. About that. Right. Yeah. So I think part of it is just always sort of regrounding myself like, okay, so what are my commitments? So if I get frustrated by something or somebody's not taking, any coaching, I think, okay, so really, my commitments are to provide the support that enables people to catalyze their development. So that does not mean forcing people and dragging them onto the bus. (laughs) It means continue to drive the bus, whoever gets on great, whoever doesn't want to stay on great, you want to get off fine. If you want to take another bus, that's fine. Right? There's lots of there's a lot of ways up the mountain, but it is not necessary to only have this one. But my commitment is still Right? This is still the way I'm going to do it. And so I find that really helpful, especially now. I feel like there's so much survival right now everywhere in the world, right? There's fear and anxiety. And I think at least, I think what's interesting about this particular pandemic is that it has affected the first world more than everyone else, right? So these are the people who have the most agency over their lives. I can go whenever, wherever I want, whenever I want. Have you seen that meme on, um, on Instagram like this is the first year I haven't gone to Fiji because of COVID normally it's I can't afford it
0: got it (laughs) right got it got it got it. it there's a little bit
2: of you know it's such an unusual situation for so many people right like I have friends who are used to traveling literally long haul once a month they're on the road 50 to 70% of the time they've been grounded for a year. They've never been grounded for a year or the last time they were grounded for a year, they were 10. So you're just sort of like, <laughs> right? it's hard, but you also realize like, Oh, okay. So now yeah. I am I'm spending a lot more time stationary without as many people in 3d. So now what am I committed to? And then how do I fulfill on that commitment? Right? So part of it is, you know, I'm making collages because I like creating things, but I'm sitting at home. So, okay, I guess I'll create collages. Um, (laughs) You know, maybe I'll go volunteer because I believe in. uh, I'm committed to being of service and I want to do things that are useful. So I would much prefer to walk to a random uh, errand than to actually take a hike. Because to me, a hike is walking in a big circle and I'm like, I don't know, the buttons are too deeply installed this is not useful.
1: I can't do it. <laughs> it's just
2: not really useful. Right. right. So I think part of it is like understanding what my own motivations are, and then understanding what my commitments are and then being explicit about those. Like, one thing I've noticed is, it's much more productive if I just share something that maybe I don't look great in, maybe it makes me a little bit vulnerable, but I share it and then I see what people do with that. Right? Yeah. So then somebody might say, Oh, that happened to me last week, too. Or oh well, what did you do? And and right then you start this conversation. But it's me putting that out first, rather than waiting for people to kind of, you know, it's I guess to create that space first, right? So instead of waiting for somebody to show up already in that space. Correct. Did that answer your question? Yeah,
0: Uh, I'm almost like we talked a a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's totally good. I think um what you did give us is you know what is your pathway to success almost in your own like leadership of self and have you been doing it and um you know you're what i've learned about you in a very short period of time is that you get a lot done and you do like and you love your life you do (laughs) things that you love and you're happy about not worrying about things that are none of your business And, and that to me is, you know, peace of mind that leads to leadership of self and others, because once you Mm -hmm. have that, people are going to want to know how you do that, right? They want to know how come you're so cool all the time in Mm -hmm. the midst of a storm, how are you calm? Um, And so then you get more asks, (laughs) right? Then you get more asks. Yep. Um, I'm actually good. I I don't have any more questions and I know we might be a little bit over, But it's just so awesome talking to you, Darlene. Like, it's so much fun. fun.
2: This has been so much fun. Great work you're doing. I I think it is so important to keep on having this conversation for Mm -hmm. people who are stuck at home and who don't feel like they have a big network that they can, you know, socialize with and go out to lunch with and go have a beer with. I feel like that's such a big missing for so many people that I'm really grateful to be part of this. So thank you for having me.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We're very excited to have you. We're very pleased that you were able to join us
0: today. Maybe you'll come back. Who knows, yeah. right? Come absolutely. back and talk about something else and show us another one of your collages. Yes, absolutely. Good. Thank you so very much for coming today, Darlene. Janice, Thank do you, you want to are... sign off for today? No, I'm, I'm totally no, we're cool. good. No, good? Yeah, we are absolutely All right.
1: good.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, very easy. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining us again. Darlene Lee, our guest of honor today. Thank you so much amazing amazing day amazing advice so much so much like you gave us lists and things that we can take away so i'm really excited yeah. about that and janice thank you so very much for co-hosting today and inviting your friend yeah. darlene
2: big hugs to you both
0: thank you Have so you much next. take care bye. okay bye, bye.